evening, Artistic Throttle Radio listeners. This is Dr. Angela Griffin, AKA Dr. A, your host for All That Matters talk show. The theme for our September show is service. So in keeping in stride with our September theme of service, we have the awesome pleasure of spending a little time this evening with Dr. William Paul, a renowned dynamic professional who is no stranger to the nonprofit arena. Now, I know you very well, Dr. Paul. However, our listening audience may not have that opportunity to have met you before. So please help me share a little insight into your background by providing a brief bio specific to how it aligns with service. My name is Dr. William Paul, I'm out of Georgia and Alabama. I reside in both states. My background consists of of course, academic at the University of Minnesota and Boise State. I have worked in the governor's office of planning and budgets management review as a planner to setting up Georgia State Center for Health Statistics. And I also worked as a planner and um, economic planner and developer with the Georgia Department of Industry and Trade with Fortune 500 company and finally as a planner and manager of Fulton County Atlanta Office of Economic Development and for the past 48 years, working with nonprofit and professional grant writing and certifying individuals and professional grant writing for churches and other groups that seek the 501c3. We're number one in the country, over 15,000. Also, we have a real estate company that we have added as a nonprofit, nonprofit licensed real estate company that service the people needs. Wow, Dr. Paul, I almost need an exam to go back through all of your expertise. It's an honor to be here with you today. So again, I want to thank you on behalf of our radio listeners here at Artistic Throttle for spending time with us. You know, I don't know if you recall, but I am a seasoned college professor. And oftentimes I remind my learners who are oftentimes undergraduate, masters and doctoral level students. I personally believe that nonprofits are established as a result of pain or passion. So I have to ask you, do you agree with that rationale of thinking, Dr. Paul? Yes, 100%, 100%. Why do you believe that? I mean, I know why I believe it, but why do you think pain or passion drives a nonprofit or the establishment of a nonprofit? Well, my experience over the last 48 years is a proven fact. We have groups that are with missing and murdered kids. We have um, groups that deal with um, child abuse. We have groups, and especially one I'm very fond of in Montgomery, which uh, they passed some legislation as related to relating to bullying. So we passed legislation for bullying. I set up that 501c3, and they're out there doing that. We have those that with elderly care, child care, youth at high risk, and many other programs because of their passion for tragedy. So they all are community-minded or spiritually led. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you and I agree on that fact because a lot of times people, as I stated in our last show, for those of you that were listening, Ms. Belinda Perkins reminded us that people will try and start a nonprofit to make money. And she pretty much challenged a lot of the listeners or all of the listeners 
the try not to start a nonprofit as a result of trying to make money. Would you agree with that thought also, Dr. Paul? I'll send mine because you have to have money according to the Bible, Ecclesiastes 10, 19, money answer all things. So we have to have some money to pay those bills. But that should not be your major thrive. It's your passion and your compassion for people, but God will provide the rest. So it's important that we have to have money in mind because we have to have money to pay those bills. So it's essential and that's an economic decision that you have to make. And that's why we always emphasize conduct a feasibility study. We have that on our website to make a determination whether or not you're well, uh, ready to be an entrepreneur, nonprofit organization or not. So it's a combination. You have to have money in mind because if you walk in and think it's no appropriation, uh, you're going to have a problem. But the key is the richest organization in the world, a nonprofit. So again, you have to have finance to make your dream come true. Awesome. I appreciate that clarification because I didn't want any of our listeners to think that you can do this or set up a nonprofit or profit organization for that matter without some funding. I think where Miss Belinda was going with that was, or Miss Carrington was going with that, is just people often come to us and they say, I just want to make money, so I'm going to start a nonprofit organization. So I appreciate you for giving us that clarification, reminding us that yes, you will need some funding. It's not free. Although grants and, and we write proposals for to, to procure funding, but at the same token, again, thank you so much for the clarification. Well, before we go on, Dr. Paul, I wanna take a brief pause for the cause. We have to pay the bills here, so to speak. So I'm gonna take a brief moment and ask our radio listeners to sit tight for just a moment while we take a quick station break. And I'd like to come back and talk a little bit more about what you do with your nonprofit. I really want to get down to the meat of that and keeping a line in line with service, because really, at the end of the day, that's all that matters to you. So hold tight and we'll come right back to you. So picking up from where we left off, Dr. Paul. I would really like to pick your brains about your nonprofit. I know you guys are really, really big on service. So if you would please tell us the name of your nonprofit organization in Alabama, headquartered in Alabama. Well, actually we are headquarters in uh, Alabama, but we also in Atlanta, Georgia is our main headquarters and we are in approximately 17 different states. Our organization consists of many. The parent organization is the church on the road. Again, it's like the church, just plain church, that's you and I according to the Bible, where uh, we are part of the body, we have many different parts, so we all have different functions. Uh, one of the functions is that we have uh, the church on the road, as we stated, the parent, and it's more of a catch-all organization. We do 501c3, so write grants, and we deal with program implementation and consultation. We have a second group, which is an integrated auxiliary, which we ask churches to do, it's called PDI, Faith-Based Veterans Repair. We work with veterans and also individuals that have been incarcerated. The veteran program is called MIA, MIA. Not missing in action, but missing in America. That's uh, encompassed the 800,000 plus homeless people that uh, is pretty much forgotten about. We wanna bring them back home, especially the veterans. 
And with that, we are going after over 1,000 homes to put people back into the housing arena and plus other supportive services. The other part of PDI is dealing with the prison ministry, the prison ministry. We call it H-O-P-E, HOPE, helping our prisoners excel. Uh, the third organization, we said Church on the Road, PDI, and then we have what we call PC Real Estate firm. We're licensed in several states, for example, in Louisiana, Georgia, uh, Michigan, and all the states, and we're the largest and the fastest growing nonprofit real estate company in America. Why the nonprofit? That would afford us the opportunity to get homes for $1, lease with the option to purchase and so on without bidding. And most importantly, they can be donated to us as well. And we can help with first-time home buyers, uh, homeless individuals, and most importantly, we can get involved in management of property, working with HUD, VA, veterans, and so forth and so on. So the real estate company is a nonprofit based on the teaching of Jesus Christ and Matthew, the 25th chapter, with shelter. We provide shelter uh, to individuals and help them towards economic self-sufficiency by utilizing the 501c3 to get these homes and put people in them and have the real estate company is identical to Accenture 21 or Remac. We set it up and it costs little nothing. We pretty much donate the real estate company to the nonprofit where they can exercise the freedom of pulling homes and managing them for buying or to sell them. The last one is arthritis repair. Arthritis repair. Repair means reach out, prevention, awareness, and intervention. Not only with arthritis, we deal with opioid, we deal with the aspect of cancer, breast cancer, many, many more. So the last one is arthritis repair, where we give out CME and CEU credit, continue educational units to nurses, pharmacists, and et cetera, and also the CME given to physicians. So each year or every two years, they have to have a certain amount of credits in order to maintain their license. So again, those uh, organizations is Church on the Road, it's the mothership and father. Then we have PDI, Faith-Based Veterans Repair. Then we have Veterans uh, uh, Repair. I want to emphasize that we're working with our veterans because incarceration, there's over 140,000 veterans are incarcerated with nonviolent crimes in state and federal prison. Then we have that of uh, the PC real estate because housing is number one. And we're going to have a little recession going to be coming up and we want to make sure we're ready for it. And the last one is the arthritis repair, dealing with the health aspect. Remember the word of God in 3 John, 2nd verse, he said, he wants you to prosper, have some money now, and be in good health as your soul will prosper. So that's pretty much a summation of the four different entities that we have. Wow. Even if I wanted to take notes, that was a mouthful of information. Just before we take another break here shortly, if someone was really, really focused and like what you said, talking about the church on the road being the parent company, you had a PDI, which I think is your real estate, did you say? Uh, that is the veteran program. The veterans Faith-based veterans repair. Gotcha, gotcha. And then the PCI was the real estate. I just had my acronyms confused. Absolutely, then, no problem. And then you've also got the veterans repair and the acronym once again for the repair was 
reach out, prevention, awareness, intervention, and recovery. Okay, I'm going to stop you and say take a breath right there. Take a deep breath and then tell us if the radio audience wanted to reach out to Church on the Road, the parent company, how might they reach out to you? Give us some information before we take our next break. Well, they can call me personally at 334-552-1119. Again, it's 334-552-1119. Also, they can go to church, just plain church, church, all these words together, ontheroad.com. That's simple. Church on the road. You will see our itinerary. You will see our different uh, seminars, webinars. You will get a chance to look at all the different applications. And you can visit and come in on Zoom, and we can educate you, and you can educate us at the same time. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you know why we have Dr. Paul serving as our special guest today. I'm hopeful that all that matters to you, you'll pick up something today that can empower you all the more. So if you'll just take a quick break again, we still have to make sure we pay the bills around here. So please, please, please don't go anywhere. We're going to be here for about another 30 minutes or so, but please, please, please hang out. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thanks again, radio listeners of Artistic Throttle. We are delighted that you are here filling up your minds with this great information being shared with us today by Dr. Paul, our guest, special guest that is. Dr. Paul, again, I just want to let people know in case they were running to get a pen before we stopped our last question. Just want to remind them again, if you're trying to reach Dr. Paul and his amazing group of service-oriented professionals, please, 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 you can go online at Church on the Road. Let me say that very clearly. Church, just like the church, the sanctuary, if you will. C-H-U-R-C-H, on the road, all one word, dot com. And when you get there, don't hesitate to peruse around, click on the links to see what all they have as an offering. I promise you, it will be well worth the drive online. And the phone number to reach Dr. Paul directly, once again, is 334-552-1119. Once again, that is 334-552-1119. I want to give you a chance to chime in here, Dr. Paul. If someone calls you and they get your voicemail, should they leave a voicemail or should they text you? They will leave a text message and I will respond to them personally. And also, we will be happy to uh, even have a Zoom with them if they have a group of people that want to discuss 501c3 grants or real estate. Awesome, awesome. So folks, you heard it. Now, what I haven't heard so far, we'll get down to that, but I wanna go back to something that you said a little while ago. You threw out a host of stats. The last I checked, the word on the street is that you, Dr. Paul, run the number one nonprofit organization in the USA for establishing 501c3 nonprofit entrepreneurships. Is that still true? Absolutely. We started as being number one, we're still number one. We're in 18 states now, and you can look on our website, and if you'd like to, PC 
real estate firm. Just PC like personal computer, pcrealestatefirm.com. There you'll see all different offices in Atlanta, from Michigan to Louisiana, Virginia, and et cetera, up in the Washington, D.C. area. We are moving uh, with warp speed, thanks to God, uh, during this pandemic, and we will be providing real estate services uh, according to state law, and we are licensed in most of these states at this time, and we will be in all with the Real Estate Commission, with brokers, salespeople, the whole nine yard, the whole gamut. So again, we have a class every Tuesday night, every Tuesday night to educate you. Uh, people perish, as you can say, cause a lack of knowledge, and knowledge no more than information, but all you're getting gains some what? Understanding. So again, pcrealestatefirm.com, it's F-I-R-M, firm.com, and you can see all that we do, and we also emphasize the free seminars that we have as well. Wow, now you can't start throwing that word free out. So just walk me through this process. If I show up on a Tuesday or a Thursday night, all I have to do is click on your website and I can gain access to some, I hate to say free, but some complimentary services that you offer to help empower people that may have an aspiration to start maybe a nonprofit or what was the other one? Auxiliary, okay. <laughs> integrated auxiliary, was it? Absolutely. Hey, so you guys heard it straight from Dr. Paul. And I thank him so much for making sure that we could do all of what we're doing. So with all that having been said, guys, I forgot, unfortunately, to turn the sound off as we are going through this recording. Please forgive me. Dr. Paul, thank you, thank you, thank you. People are calling in, trying to figure out how to get to you. So thank you for your patience here tonight. I'm gonna send them right over to you. Meanwhile, one other point you made here. You said you've started how many thousands of MPOs already, nonprofit organizations? Have you personally established through the Secretary of State? And then also, were you able to help them get their 501c3 status through the IRS? or just stop at one point. Elaborate on that a little bit for us, please. Since 1977, and actually started in 76, we set up the first licensed nonprofit after-school program at the University of Minnesota. That was in 1976 under provisionals license from the Department of Welfare. In 1977, we went one step further, we got our license as the first licensed after-school program in America. It was featured on CBS with Barry Peterson uh, nationally, we went national. At that time, we incorporated it in the state of Minnesota in 1977. So we've been setting up nonprofits and getting them incorporated since 1977. Since that time, we have ascertained over 15,501c3s and established them and all of the states from Hawaii, Alaska, and even in the Virgin Island and throughout the world. We are number one in America in doing the 501c3s. And of course, there's only 900,000, uh, we call them public benefit 501c, called 501c is one through 29, but the threes we have put together over 15,000 since 1977. Wow. 
ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you recognize, but those are some alarming figures and the fact that he can back them up. I just want to go on record as asking you, Dr. Paul, have you ever had one return? And if so, how did you handle it? Well, if you have one return, that's not return. It's that either the client did not pay the fee to RAS and they will return it. Secondly, the other way that it would be returned is that uh, you do not follow up on their letters that they send to you. They will always notify you if there's additional information. So we are 100% in getting them approved when we respond back to them. We have not had one rejected just to be rejected because there's an appeal process when RS agent contact you, just respond to them. And if they're not content, then we deal with an appeal. And eventually it shall be what approved. So understanding the process or the protocol, we have had 100% success. Wow. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you've not taken down Dr. Paul's number, he has given you several, not just you, but myself included. He's shared several means to contact him. I can't stress enough. We are in a pandemic right now, but we've got to come out of it. And when we come out, we want to be prepared. So if you've been thinking about starting a nonprofit or an integrated auxiliary, or perhaps even some of the offerings that he's also mentioned, too many for me to repeat, I'm going to say once again, please, please, please grab your pens, chalk, whatever you need to write with. Write down Dr. William Donald Paul. He can be reached once again. Dr. Paul, share that number. The phone number is 334-552-1119. Again, 334-552-1119. Or they can go to church ontheroad.com and you can call either one of our office in all those uh, 16 states and they'll get the information back to me. So when you call, please just leave a, uh, give me a text and I will respond back to you and give you some time that we can communicate or we'll be able to talk at that time. And I will assure you, if we here at IGMA and Artistic Throttle are taking the time to air Dr. Paul with us today, we're, we're intentional. We're not just setting you up to talk to people just to have nothing to do. We're hopeful that you'll take advantage of what he's offering and see where you can fit in, where you can get in. There's work to be done. As the scriptures tell us oftentimes, the laborers are few, but there's plenty of work for us to do. Now that's my version of it. You can call me what you want, but when you've got the mic, it'll be on you. But for right now, we need to take another break. And while we take another break, we will come back. So get your pens out. We're going to be talking to Dr. Paul about the process for establishing a 501c3 and a few other things that I think will be helpful to all of us. So if you'll just unbuckle those seats, get up and stretch your legs, grab something to drink, and we'll be right back with you in about 30 seconds. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you here at Artistic Throttle for taking the time to hang out with us this evening as we continue to pick Dr. Paul's brain. So often people want to start a nonprofit, but we don't do our due diligence. We don't do our homework. We take whatever someone says and wonder why it's not working. If we can just piggyback on the fact that he's established over 15,000, not 1,500, but 15,000 nonprofit organizations 
501c3s, entrepreneurships. All I can tell you, the time is now. Let's get on board. So as we get on board, Dr. Paul, I want to pick up from where we left off. We were about to talk about the process for establishing a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Can you speak on that a little bit for us? Yes, things have changed a little bit with the Internal Revenue Service. Effective January the 31st, 2020, uh, they changed to uh, go to pay.gov. It went into effect April the 31st, and I thought with the pandemic, it would have stopped from that point and went back to the old system. So they do not sell paper documentation anymore as it relates to the filing for your tax exempt status. But remember before I give this the procedure is that or the process that we need to understand that the Internal Revenue Service, they are the one that gives you the letter of determination. So let's go back with the inception where we can get good understanding. Once you have derived at a name for your corporation, you need to establish your board of directors. The board of directors are the policy maker for the corporation. The next step, you need to reserve the name with the secretary of state. Some call it reservation of names, some call it complete and transmittal forms, such as in Georgia. Once you have reserved the name, then you complete what we call the Articles of Incorporation, which we're going to give a legal description of the organization, and it will become a corporation. Corporation is a legal entity or artificial person that is authorized to transact business in that state, and no one else in that state can use that name once it's incorporated or reserved. It can borrow, it can sue, and it can file bankruptcy. Of course, you need bylaws. Bylaws are your policy and procedure, not necessarily the Robert's Rules of Order, but any order that you would like to put, which your board of directors pass through a form of a resolution. Then once you complete that germane data and put together what we call a proposal and complete a conflict of interest, once that is completed, then you're ready to go to pay.gov. You have to register the organization or the individual and pay God. Step one, you have to ascertain a user's name and a password to get into the system. And once you get in the system, you press the form, but not the 1023EZ, but 1023. The 1023EZ means that only 50,000, you want to receive it all, which is completing the 1023 application. Once completing that and putting all the information the legal documents, the bylaws, conflict of interest, and any other germane information must be uploaded into PayGov. That's a fee of $600. Of course, it's a fee for the Secretary of State. In Alabama, it's a double fee. It's one for the uh, what we call probate judge and the Secretary of State. Georgia just won. It's $100 for the Secretary of State. I just want to bring those fees out. With RS, you would upload the data or call it the attachments. And then once you complete that, you will pay them $600. That's to paygov.paygov. And once you do that, they will give you a receipt and you'll get a copy of all what you sent. And then the Internal Revenue Service will assign it to an agent. And once that agent, they will tell you between 90 and 180 days, maybe sooner. Some of my clients get them back in two or three weeks. 
And once you receive the letter of determination, that is a letter that you receive from the Internal Revenue Service. One aspect I missed at the very beginning, you have to have an EIN number, which is like a social security number called the employer identification number. That is not a tax exemption status. The status is the letter that you receive from the Internal Revenue Service. Once you receive that letter, but in retrospect, the date that you incorporate that company, you are eligible to go out the grants that day. When you receive your letter of determination, IRS will backdate it to the date of formation. You can find it in publication 557 on page six, edition 2020. So once you have the letter of determination, it's perpetual unless you do not file a 990 annually and you have to do it for three consecutive years. Uh, if you don't do it for three consecutive years, they would do an automatic revocation or revoke your 501c3. Unless if you're a church and you set up an integrated auxiliary, similar to what I just mentioned, and with that in mind, you do not have to complete the 990 form annually. So your only reporting is keep meticulous records, but you never have to report your financial to the Internal Revenue Service. That's pretty much the process. Wow, Dr. Paul. It seems like the word wow is going to be my new word of choice here. Okay, let me just recap what I heard you say. First of all, thank you. Anybody that's listening, I again want to keep telling you to write the number down because a lot of information is being shared here today. And Dr. Paul, I, I'm, I'm just trying to catch my breath here. Let's go back, first of all, a couple of things so that if people don't believe what you're saying, you mentioned, you said a publication 557. What is the publication 557? Who gives that publication? Where do they get that? That is the Bible for the Internal Revenue Service. You go to irs.gov, put in the search engine, publication 557. You want to look for edition 2020, January. And with that, you can read in the booklet, especially on page six, is the effective date of your 501c3. It is effective the date of formation, meaning if you incorporate tomorrow, you can. And one other thing, if you don't mind, if you have problems and you really want to go forward with a grant, someone is willing to give you some funding, you can ask for expeditious treatment based on a hardship of irreparable damages, meaning that if you don't receive the funding, it would affect your organization. Then RAS will normally tell you, give them 10 days for them to turn around your 501c3. But you must have funding that you will receive or facility or what have you to ask for expeditious treatment based on hardship of irreparable damages. Okay, now you gave, you told us, you, you've shared with us what the publication 557, which sounds like if you don't trust what he's saying, radio listeners, I'm gonna say, get that Bible. That is the Bible for starting a nonprofit or continuously running a nonprofit. Also wanted to ask you, you used the phrase perpetual. Wanna elaborate on that a little bit for us, Dr. Paul? In some states, what you have, such as Alabama, it is perpetual. Once you incorporate, it lasts forever and ever and ever. So within the state, if you have not, like Georgia, filed and paid the annual fees in the state, see that state and federal, if you don't pay those fees, that'll give you administrative dissolution. That means they dissolve your organization and you have to get it reinstated. That is not perpetual. 
only when you pay the fees. Now with the Internal Revenue Service, it's not paying fees, but you have to file a 990, 990EZ, 990N postcard, or 990 annually, uh, what is prescribed on your letter of determination. Now, if you do not for three consecutive years, you will be just like the 909,500 plus organization that lost a 501c3. And doctor, one of the thing is that's 909.2 uh, that have a 501c3. Over 50% of the people have lost their 501c3. Now, if you don't mind, I would just ask them to go to res.gov and put in exemption search, tax exemption search. So once they look at that and just press part says letter determination, let me show you 909,000.5 that, um, excuse me, point two that has their letter determination, but automatically ratification, you see 9.9. .9. So over 50% of the 501c3 have lost their 501c3 and they need to look on that list and see whether or not their name is on there for revocation. Wow, I've got to stop you right here. If for no other reason, okay, I know ladies and gentlemen, our ears are burning. You heard the phone come on, I apologize again. People are trying to get in on this and you guys have a front seat. So we're gonna take one more station break and we're gonna try and come back and wrap this up if we can. So again, I wanna say just take your seat belts off, walk around the cabin, that being your place of residence or wherever you're listening in and just give us a break and we'll come right back to try and wrap this up. Is that okay with everybody? I feel like I hear everybody saying, yes it is. So take a quick station break and we'll be right back with you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I had to just get up and run around and get my thoughts together. It's just so much information that's being shared here. Again, we want to thank Autistic Throttle for allowing us to host all that matters. As you can see, all that matters to Dr. Paul is service 501c3s. I think he eats, sleeps, and breathes it. So on that note, I must say, I made a decision here. I've checked with the board here at IGMA. I know there is no way we can wrap all of this up. I'm sure there are so many more things that we can talk to you about. So. We're gonna make an administrative decision right now because all that matters is that we push people forward in service. With that stated, Dr. Paul, I've got you on the hook right now. I'm gonna ask you a very serious question. First of all, thank you for what you've shared already with us this evening. The radio show of All That Matters is just so grateful. At the same time, I would be remiss if I didn't take a moment to just say, can we get you to come back? Is there any way we can encourage you to come back one more time with us to finish this? There's just no way I can get it all in this evening. I'd love to. Just let me know and I'll be happy to put it on my schedule and make it happen. All right. Now, you know, I'm not one of those people that you can say yes to. Yes just means not right now. So on that note, I'm simply going to say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take the liberty to invite you back next Thursday same time, same station, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We would love to have you back because I've got so many more questions just based on what you shared here this evening. So if you had to say one thing to us right now just to wrap us up for now, 
with the understanding that you're going to join us again the next Thursday to finish out Church on the Road here at Artistic Throttle, hosted by IGMA and All That Matters. What parting words would you like to share with us this evening? Well, All That Matters. And those parting words would be that we have to understand that we have to do God's will. We have to reach out and help people. And it's not all about you. It's about others. And I have a favorite word that I, or acronym is J-O-Y. It's Jesus, others, and you. And I'll close it with that and say, that's all that matters. As long as we're doing God's will, we'll be just fine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's a wrap for now. I'm going to silence my microphone and agree to reconnect next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to wrap up this exciting episode of All That Matters talk show featuring none other than the Dr. William Paul at Church on the Road. And at this point, I'm going to challenge each of you, if you didn't get his information, feel free to reach out to us at igmainc.org. Admin is our website. Of course, if you want to call, reach out to us via email. But we encourage you, don't wait for IGMA to have to connect you with Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul will hopefully be coming back to us next week. And Dr. Paul, I'm just going to put you on notice. I want to talk about some of those initiatives, those alarming nonprofit organization stats that you were talking about, and possibly PDI nonprofit real estate services, because I think you're onto something. Matter of fact, I know you're onto something. So until next time, on behalf of IGMA Inc., stay healthy, stay safe, and know that all that matters is what's important to you. We ask that you please check out our website, igmainc.org. And we want to personally say thank you all for listening to All That Matters, also known as the ATM Radio Talk Show, here on Artistic Throttle. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great evening.